We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond, you're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. ABS Media Papa Hotel, Lima Echo November Radio Check. Papa Echo November, good afternoon, Richard Five. Good afternoon, Richard Five as well, Papa Echo November. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Right here on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. Our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. And here's a bit of news for each and every one of you. In about 10 days, all our interviews will be available for, for download on Amazon.com and other online stores. And the Exxon CD that we did a couple of weeks ago, Music of the Exxon, is also available on Amazon.com worldwide. And I must say, we're very impressed by the number of people who are ordering it. And I want to thank you so much. Well, let's get back to business here. Dr. Susan Kolb is my guest this hour. And uh, Dr. Kolb is a medical doctor with a specialty in plastic and reconstructive surgery. She has treated thousands of women with complications from breast implant surgery 
and her practice has emerged as an international healing center for women with breast implant disease or other immune disorders. Her medical practice routinely incorporates state-of-the-art surgical technology with holistic medicine and spiritual healing. Now, she graduated from John Hopkins University, received her medical degree from Washington University School of Medicine, and completed her postgraduate education in general and plastic surgery at Wilford Hall Medical Center. She served as a surgeon in the United States Air Force, specializing in treatment of burns, hand reconstruction, and cosmetic and reconstructive surgery. Dr. Kolb is a member of the American Society of Plastic and Reconstructive Surgeons, a fellow of the American College of Surgeons, and is certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. She is a founding diplomat of the American Board of Holistic Medicine and a member of the American Holistic Medical Association. At this time, I'd like to welcome our guest this hour, Dr. Susan Kolb. And Dr. Susan, welcome back to the X-Zone. Thank you, Rob. I, I appreciate uh, you having me on. Well, it's always a great pleasure talking to you. Uh, what I find fascinating, Doctor, is you're a medical doctor, and you use holistic and spiritual medicine as well. It's like bringing the best of all uh, possibilities to help your patients, and that is commendable. Well, thank you. I'm actually um, a spiritual healer who was guided to be a plastic surgeon. Wow. Um, you might uh, you might have heard the theory that when a problem is going to arise in consciousness, mm-hmm. the solution arises at the same time. Yes, I've heard have that. Have you ever thought of that? Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, I guess uh, other dimensional uh, intelligence knew that we were going to get in trouble when we made breast implants. These are chemicals and silicone and shells that encase them not very well, and so they get loose in the body and cause all sorts of disease. They also can get infected with mold and bacteria and other things. So um, I think the the intelligence of the world knew that we were going to get in trouble because we were messing with things that we didn't really understand. So I was guided uh, in meditation, actually, when I was in the, I was a major in the U.S. Air Force, and and guess what you can do when you're a major in the U.S. Air Force? You can get breast implants for free. All right, Did stand you know by, that? Dr. Kolb. No, I didn't, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, mind you, I've never gone out to see if I could get breast implants for some <laughs> funny reason. Dr. Well, Susan Kolb. just as well. All right, Dr. Susan Kolb is my special guest of this hour. www. Now, here's a couple of websites www.templeofhealth.us and nakedtruthaboutbreastimplants.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. The Good Doctor and I return after this break. Don't go away. Back everyone, Dr. Susan Kolb is my very special guest, and uh, what a great lady! 
Uh, Dr. Kolb, uh, before we went to the commercial break, uh, you were a major in the United States Air Force, and you were saying that, you know, as a major, you could get breast implants. That's correct, um, for free. Wow. And basically, I was I was on vacation, and I got sick, and so instead of going out with my family, I stayed in, and I was meditating, trying to feel better, and I was guided to get Dow Corning silicone gel breast implants, and thank goodness it was Dow Corning, because of course, they had the settlement, and I eventually was able to get part of that settlement, whereas any other type of mm-hmm. implant, I would not have uh, been able to do that. Wow. You know, um, I, I, I know of a case within my own family where um, where there were problems with the breast implants, and I'll tell you, it's a, it's a scary thing. It really is scary. Well, it's toxicity. Yeah. Um, you know, people say that implants are only silicone, but that's not true. There are about 30 different chemicals that were actually disclosed during the Dow Corning trials wow. um, as part of that. Uh, things like platinum, which is quite toxic, um, things like methyl ethyl ketone, which can cause arginine deficiencies and lead to Raynaud syndrome, or mm-hmm. when your fingers turn blue and white and get wounds on them. Uh, a whole host of chemicals, many of which are neurotoxins and carcinogens. And if you look at the peer-reviewed literature, women with ruptured or leaking breast implants have a high rate of cancers, um, not necessarily breast cancer, but cancers of the lung, of the uh, brain of other organs. So um, I believe it depresses the immune system. You have these carcinogens that are widely distributed throughout the body, and and they get more than what they bargained for with these breast implants. Let me ask you a direct question, doctor, because you're a lady who who believes in you know handling a, handling a problem right on and and saying it as it is, and I respect that. Why is mold in breast implants, as well as sick building syndrome, covered up as a health problem? And why aren't these problems concerning breast implants and the 30 chemicals disclosed to the people who actually want the breast implants? Well, they're not disclosed to the doctors. Uh, The doctors don't know that an entire journal in the toxicology literature was devoted to silicone toxicity. Instead, they um, say that, no, silicone's not toxic. Uh, There's no problem with any of this. Um, Breast implants can't get infected. There's no, you know, they will last uh, many, many years, and you won't have to change them. It seems like there's a major cover-up when it comes to breast implants. There is. Let me ask you this. Is there such a thing as a safe breast implant? No, not really. Each implant needs to be changed on average between 8 and 15 years because the shell, Mm -hmm. which is similar in all implants, will break down once it's put in the body. And that would cause leakage in the case of saline. If it's partial leakage, mold can get in Mm -hmm. and cause um, infection or, uh, or sick building syndrome. That's from the biotoxin. And then if there's silicone gel in there, that basically it can leak out and cause uh, the problems we were talking about. When it comes to the, the patient, what are some of the first signs and symptoms that they, that they feel, and yet they may not know that their sickness or how, why they're feeling so bad is actually due to a leaky breast implant? Well, in the case of saline implants, uh, it's fibromyalgia, 
you know, the fatigue, muscle ache, mental clouding, sometimes a burning pain, uh, or even just a burning discomfort. The immune system goes down, they get viruses easily. Um, they can have endocrine disruption, they get fatigue, they drink and pee all the time because of an ADH deficiency, mm -hmm. their sex hormones are off, their thyroid's off, you know, their hair starts falling out. Um, oh neurological God. signs in some of them, uh, numbness, uh, twitching, these kind of things. Um, but that's a pretty pure disease because that's just biotoxins. Right. Uh, Is it reversible? Yes, we have to do surgery to remove the capsule as well as the implant, put the patients on antifungals, and treat the immune system, the endocrine system, and do what we call biotoxin detoxification. That can be done with high doses of vitamin C. I like to use a herbal formula called mold sporox and other um, things that help get the biotoxin out of the body. Wow. Now, when a patient has breast implants, uh, you know, are, are they told by the doctor that these these implants have a shelf life, if you'll excuse the expression, of 8 to 15 years and that they're not and that they should be changed? Not usually. Uh, many doctors don't realize that the implants will require uh, being changed out. They may tell the patient that, of course, if they get a deflation, or partial deflation, which looks like rippling, then they'll have to change them out. Um, uh, or maybe the patient will be asked to get an MRI, mm -hmm. pay for it themselves, and if that's abnormal, then get the silicone implants changed out. You know, it, it's, it seems that there's, there's so much behind the scenes, and do most women have breast implants uh, just for cosmetic reasons? No, um, a lot of women have it for reconstruction, um, either breast asymmetry after breast cancer or a mastectomy for pre-malignant disease. Um, these women need to change these implants out um, every 10 to 15 years as well because uh, they're usually silicone in reconstruction. They don't use saline as much because... It, it is more likely to ripple and, and not have a great cosmetic result. What can be done to further protect patients who have breast implant surgery done? Well, we need to have a registry um, and so we can track people mm -hmm. and get information to them. And then they need to have trials, which are not necessarily run by the implant company, that not, not necessarily run by universities that are endowed by Dow Chemical and other um, uh, companies that are multinational. But um, real trials where the patients who develop fibromyalgia aren't asked to leave the study, like the mm -hmm. current trials. Uh, and the studies need to run for over 20 years because a lot of women don't have problems for the first 10. Why are some groups intent on outlawing female genital surgery, saying that it's female mutilation? I think that concept came from um, people that are mistaking the um, genital mutilation surgery where the clitoris is removed mm -hmm. in certain third world countries with what we're doing, which is 
trimming the labia, different either the majora or the minora, that's the inner or outer lips, and then removing the secondary hood, not the primary hood, but the secondary hood so that um, that women can more easily achieve orgasm because there's not so much tissue in the way. So um, I think women who have the problem are going to the Internet, uh, and as you know, the, inter- the, the Internet has changed the way uh, people get information. Yeah, and whether so, it's good information or bad information, they just take the information. Well, but, you know, people can judge for themselves based on the pictures and the testimonials of the women. The, yeah. um, a group of us, uh, myself and about uh, probably seven other surgeons, published a paper in the Journal of Sexual Medicine saying that uh, what we're saying the surgery will do actually happens, which is decrease the discomfort with sex and sports and wearing certain clothing. And then in the case of clitoral unhooding, it actually does increase sexual orgasm in women, according to the women who've had the surgery. So that was the first paper ever published showing that uh, we actually had the benefits that we were telling the patients they would have. Um. Here's here's a here's a question because I know you deal with this. We've talked we've talked briefly about the connection between cancer and what you do. Um, have you is there an increase in the number of people who are being diagnosed with cancer these days? I believe there is overall. Um, there certainly isn't a decrease in the overall amount of cancer, um, and I don't think we've. Except for some leukemias and lymphomas, mm-hmm. I think the death rate from cancer has not significantly changed. Why and how are cancer successes and cures being covered up? It makes no sense to me that if there's a cure, why cover it up? Or is it because that if the cure is exposed, big pharma starts to lose money? Well, you have to understand that in the U.S. alone, uh, it's estimated the cancer industry uh, charges $8 billion a year. Whoa. And um, basically not very many people get cured if they're past a certain stage. Um, and many of the patients getting cured are getting cured because of surgery and not because of chemotherapy or radiation. Now, so. are there are there holistic cures that can be used with traditional medicine to help cure cancer? Yes. um, We do uh, a number of different things. One is um, immune therapies Mm -hmm. to help the uh, body's immune system recognize the cancer. We do detoxification, which allows uh, the immune system to work better, and then getting rid of some of the carcinogens that are involved in the process. And then um, there are anti-angiogenesis natural therapies that help uh, prevent the tumors from getting blood supply. All right, Dr. Uh, Kolb, you know, I, hate, I hate to do this, my dear, but you, you're, in the, you're in the business. You have your own radio show, so you know that we have to take commercials and do the news. So I hate to cut you off. ExoNation, our, our very special guest this hour is Dr. Susan Kolb. And here's a couple of websites. All right, have your pencil and papers ready? Okay, here we go www.templeofhealth.ws and uh, www.nakedtruthaboutbreastimplants.com My name is Rob McConnell, Dr. Susan Kolb, and I will be back on the other side of this news break 
as we continue here in the X-Zone from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Because I need you so. broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You're listening to the Exxon Radio Show with my good friend, Earthling Rob McConnell, live and around the world on Talkstar www.exxoneradio.com You're listening to the Exxon Radio Show live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. Exxon Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio. Euro High Definition Radio. And Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. I believe. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Dr. Susan Kolb is my very special guest this hour. Here's a couple of websites, www.templeofhealth.ws and www.nakedtruthaboutbreastimplants.com. Dr. Kolb, uh, we were talking before about breast implants, about the neurotoxins and the carcinogens. Um, We talked a bit about the court cases, but... What causes cancer? Like, what is the real cause? Well, uh, we've had a cancer clinic here in Atlanta since 99, and I've actually done quite a bit of um, exploration Mm -hmm. of cancer. I believe that cancer is caused when an organ, uh, even if the organ is the blood, like in leukemia, loses energy. It can happen from radiation. It can happen from carcinogens. But one very common cause is toxic emotions. For example, with breast cancer, Mm -hmm. if a woman is right-handed and she has a biological conflict involving someone who's supposed to protect her, such as her husband or her father, Mm -hmm. and that person betrays her, she's very likely to get left-sided breast cancer. On the other hand, if someone she nurtures is in trouble, dies or is is rejecting her or some other problem, she's likely to get right-sided breast cancer. So we work with these ideas to increase the energy of the organ at the same time closing down interdimensional portals, which we believe are very important in the cause of cancer. You may have heard of spontaneous remission. Mm -hmm. You may have heard of generational curses causing cancer. You have to look interdimensionally to understand cancer. 
Do you think that quantum mechanics, quantum physics are, are going to play a major role in the the curing of certain diseases because as we as we start investigating like you do with holistic and spiritual healings as uh, working along with uh, traditional Western medicine, do you think that the doors to the the uh, the realm of curing and I'm putting that in brackets is going to increase? Yes, about ten years ago, I started on a quest with my radio show Temple of Health to interview cancer, uh, holistic cancer doctors all over the world, as well as physicists. I interviewed Maku Kichu, who's one of the founders of the Superstring Theory. Great guy. I met Gazwami, who um, is a quantum physicist, who has quite a good understanding of downward causation, which can be used to explain spontaneous remission. But, Rob, until we explain spontaneous remission, we do not understand cancer. Wow. As you know. So somebody comes to you and uh, they've been diagnosed by another doctor that they have cancer. They've heard of you, the great work that you do. What kind of treatment would they basically get? Or or maybe there is no basic treatment when it comes to cancer. I I would imagine it's very individualized uh, case per case. But are there any generalities you can share with us? Yes, the first thing you have to determine is the patient's death date. We all have to die of something, and Mm -hmm. we all have a death date. Some people go out before their death date. They could commit suicide or get some disease that takes them out early. But if cancer is the way that you're going out, you just do palliative treatment rather than curative. The second thing we try to determine is if the patient really wants to get well. A lot of, I mean, a lot of cancer patients have had a death wish at some time, usually after a very difficult period um, emotionally or some trauma they went through. And they actually tell me, because many of my patients are very spiritual, they they know when it began because they understand when they started to create an exit plan. And then some of them change their mind, and they, Hmm. of course, they want to change the energy. Isn't that amazing? How do you how do you establish a uh, a death date? Clairvoyantly. Hmm. So so the once you get once you establish the death date of of the patient, if somebody just gives up and says, "Hey, you know what? I don't want to put up with this anymore. I I've had it. I I don't want to continue. You know, I, I'm it doesn't." Whatever I do, this life of mine means nothing to anyone. How do you turn that around? How do you, how do you turn the determination of someone who doesn't want to get better? Well, it's interesting. You may not be able to. Um, I, had a, I had a cancer patient who had meta, came to me with metastatic esophageal cancer and had absolutely no risk factors. And he kept telling his wife that he was going to die of this. Mm-hmm. And he went through chemotherapy. He did very well. He never had any complications, very little pain, one one um, couple of days of pain, according to his wife. But he died. And I had a feeling he had died. I was actually on vacation in uh, Lake Tahoe. And he appeared um, before me in spirit. And I said, oh, did you die? And he said, yes, I did. And he said, I need you to get a message to my wife. And I said, okay. 
Um, and I said, was there anything else we could have done for you? And he said, no, my death was karmic. And I went back and gave the message to his wife, and his wife said, including that he had told me his, his death was karmic, mm-hmm. and she said she had gone to a psychic shortly after he was diagnosed who said he would have 12 rounds of chemotherapy, he would do very well, but he would die of the disease because she had left him in a previous life, and he had vowed to leave her in this life. So you actually cover the whole realm. Not You're just not a medical doctor. You also incorporate spiritual healing, holistic medicine. Uh, you go into into quantum physics, you go into clairvoyance. Um, Where do you find time for for Dr. Susan Kolb? (laughs) Well, my uh, my time for myself is mostly meditation. Uh, We meditate here at the center in a group Mm -hmm. uh, three or four times a week, and that's where I get my healing and bring in energy for me. You know, know, that's what I do is when I finish everything here and I and I go home and I sit upstairs in my in the living room, I, I just have the fish tank light on. Mm-hmm. And I just sit there and I as a child I used to call it zoning out, but now I realize that what I'm doing is I'm meditating. Right. And I just feel You're bringing energy in from a higher source. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I can think clearer at that point. I should be mm-hmm. dead beat by any stretch of the imagination, but I find that most of the the um, the inspiration that I get for any of the many projects that I'm involved with comes at this time. It does. Yeah. And if I go to sleep with a problem, when I wake up in the morning, I've got the answer. Like it's like a, Isn't it wonderful? It is. It is. Um, quick question. Uh, my, my producer just asked me to ask you. Is stress related, or is there a, a connection between stress and cancer? Absolutely. Um, these biological conflicts mm-hmm. can be, um, you know, the death of a child, the death oh, of a spouse, um, you know, a, a really nasty court case, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the stress is, there is usually an identifiable stress with most cancers. Um, within a year to six months prior to the cancer developing. Sometimes it's longer. But I'll give you an example. My bookkeeper came down with breast cancer, as did her mother and three of her sisters. And it all stemmed from the fact that their father, who was a physician, got depressed and killed himself and had no life insurance. So the family was left destitute because there were, like, I guess, four or five children and the mother didn't work because she was taking mm. care of the kids. And each of them got breast cancer, left breast cancer, because, of course, the it was a betrayal by somebody who was supposed to protect them. Wow. It, it seems that cancer just sprouted into, into, our, into our lives going back, what, maybe 40 years ago. Prior to that, cancer was very rare. And then all of a sudden... You hear more and more and more and more. So this fast-paced life that we're living, the food, the junk food that most people eat on a daily basis, the lack of exercise, they're killing themselves. And and look at all the radiation. You know, we do a hair analysis looking for yep. toxic elements, and many people have very high levels of uranium, especially with breast cancer. Holy cow. Uh, they were exposed to things that we shouldn't be exposed to. 
And, of course, I, I don't need to tell you about all the carcinogens mm-hmm. that are in our food, water, yeah. and air supply. That's so true. How about the microwave uh, industry? You know, the cell phones, the, the cell towers, the, the Wi-Fi. All of that contributes, yeah. You, did you hear the story when um, they were microwaving uh, everybody at the embassy in Russia? No. The American embassy. Um, everybody got ill. They got cancer. They had appendicitis. Hmm. And it was, it was well known that the Russians were microwaving the people in the embassy. Unreal. Unreal. You know, and, that was actually on Jesse Ventura not too long ago. Now, there's, frequency a, weapon. there's a cool guy. He's a real cool yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, also a brave guy. He certainly is. Um, did you hear about that segment where um, Art Bell's brother, Fred Bell, was interviewed by Jesse Ventura no, no, on frequency weapons, and then two days later he died of a heart attack? And one of the well-known ways frequency weapons kills people is by clotting off the coronaries. Wow. Coincidence? Mm, I don't think no, I don't so. Know. You know, in, in the information that you were kind enough to send us uh you you talked about Morgellons, and we've done a series uh, of shows on Morgellons or the fiber disease, and um, mm-hmm. we've had Dr. Hildegard Staninger on the show. She is fantastic. She is. She, is, she is. She truly is. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, Dr. Kolb, what is mm-hmm. Morgellons? Uh, Morgellons is uh, similar to cancer. It is a fourth-dimensional intrusion into the third dimension, and I'm happy to say that we are very, very successful now in curing Morgellons. That is fantastic. By closing off that portal. And um, I'm hoping to do, you know, something similar with cancer. So certainly um, once you understand the disease mm-hmm. in that manner, you have to understand more than just the third dimension. Then we can actually look around for uh, effective treatments that aren't so you know, dangerous. We used to treat with antibiotics, antifungals, right. antiparasitics, and that certainly made people better, but it didn't cure them. But I'm happy to say I just saw two patients back. One had about a thousand lesions all over them, and the other had several hundred lesions, and both of them are clear except for tiny pinpoint one or two lesions each. You know, I, I remember if, what maybe three, four years ago when the Morgellons uh, um, movement was at its peak and you know mm-hmm. the pictures that that they were sending all the members of the media uh, of of these lesions of these fibers and, and the stories right. that we heard were just horrific they're ter- it's a terrible disease it's also a fatiguing illness these people are exhausted yeah. they have neurological problems and not it's not just a skin disease it's made so that these people commit suicide or be totally worthless because all they can do is just sit in their room and suffer. Unbelievable. It is truly a spiritual illness, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to go to a commercial break quickly, but uh, the last we've also talked to Dr. Hildegard Staninger about chemtrails. What is your take on chemtrails? Mm-hmm. Well, I've interviewed Dr. Um, I'm sorry, I've interviewed Michael Murphy, who mm-hmm. is uh, the producer of What in the World Are They Spraying and Why in the World Are They Spraying. Um, and so I think chemtrails are there for, uh, you know, the reasons on the Georgia Guidestones, which is to reduce the population. If, if it was to reduce the population, wouldn't they use methods that couldn't be associated with the, with the, um, that weren't so obvious? Because, you know, you look up in the sky, you, you know, you see this, the trails, you see the patterns. 
wouldn't it be easier to put something in the water, put something in food instead of the? Well, I think I think that they are putting really uh, they are using other routes, um, but. You know, I think that the chemtrails, the cover for mm-hmm. the chemtrails were, was the global warming. Yes. So they had a reason to do that. And then um, these other things could be added later on if they wanted to. I think there was just options open with the chemtrails. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not privy to any information. I don't know why, um, the, you know, I don't have any factual evidence about what's going on with the chemtrails. And Dr. Staninger certainly knows a lot more than I do. She's... She's um, studied them and published on them. You know, I, I figured I'd ask you because you were a major in the Air Force and, uh, you know, great right. beyond. <laughs> anyway, stand by, uh, Dr. Kolb. We have to take our final mm-hmm. break. Exxon Nation, Dr. Susan Kolb is our special guest this hour. And we've got to get the good doctor back and talk about many more subjects that she is so, so knowledgeable on and s- helping you. www.templeofhealth.ws and www.naked, I'm sorry, nakedtruthaboutbreastimplants.com. The Good Doctor and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. Exonation, uh, Dr. Susan Kolb is my very special guest this hour. Here's a couple of websites, www.templeofhealth.ws and www.nakedtruthaboutbreastimplants.com. Um, first of all, Dr. Kolb, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us, and uh, thank you for the great work that you and your, your associates do, and God, just keep the great work up, and I look forward to the work that you're doing, not only with you know, with finding a cure for cancer, but also with uh, the Morgellons, because that is one horrific disease. Uh, I understand the Center for Disease Control finally uh, took a look at it, and then all of a sudden everything seemed to be quiet about it. Yeah, the um, uh, head of the CDC of that division Mm -hmm. saw her first case at my office here in Atlanta, um, but, of course, they relegated the study to Kaiser and then decided it was delusional, um, you know, just the company line, which I expected that they would. How could they say um, it's delusional when you actually have evidence? Fibers? Well... Physical evidence. Um, it, this is the, the, the party line, and they will stick with that because uh, this disease cannot be studied. Uh, you mentioned before that sick building syndrome is not yes. studied, nor is it even recognized. And these are all these are there are reasons behind that. Uh, I think we need to come back and do another hour on those reasons, though, because they're, sounds like a plan. They're, they're very deep. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, time goes by so fast when you're with us. What what would you like to leave the Exxon Nation with tonight? What's your message? My message is uh, use your intuitive guess before you make major decisions. Um, Many of my patients say that they wish they'd followed their intuition and not gotten breast implants or not gotten, you know, silicone breast implants or gotten saline instead. Uh, Just use your intuition. It's God-given. It's it's, uh, good good advice, and it's free. (laughs) 
Are, are there as many dangers with the saline implants as there are with the silicone? I think there's a lot less danger. Um, you have to choose the right valve, mm-hmm. and I don't like textured. I like smooth instead of textured because I feel silicone can get out in the body from the texturing. But, uh, you know, like everything else, there's risk and benefits, and if you go to a physician who is open-minded, you should be able to get a good idea of those risk and benefits. So what's next for Dr. Susan Kolb? Well, like we said, we're working with cancer, Mm -hmm. we're working uh, with Morgellons, we're working with the toxicity elements of these breast implants, Mm -hmm. and right now that's uh, keeping us quite busy. Well, Doctor, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us, and uh, you know, I, I look forward to the next time you join us here in the Exxon to talk more about these fascinating topics that we you share with us whenever you're here. Thanks, Rob. You take care, Doctor. Exonation Dr. Susan Kolb has been my guest this hour. Her website is www.templeofhealth.ws and www.nakedtruthaboutbreastimplants.com. As I was saying earlier, Exonation, all our interviews are going to be available on Amazon.com as well as all the X Chronicles newspapers. They're done monthly on Amazon.com in a book format. And I must tell you, I, I, I just saw the, the um, first volume of 2012, January, February, and March of 2012. They've all been put into one book. It's about 144 pages, and it is fantastic. You have your choice of either getting it in color or black and white. A little more money for color, but what the heck. To find out what you can get from uh, the Exxon Radio Show on Amazon.com, simply in the search engine put R-E-L-M-A-R, comma, Exxon Radio TV. My name is Rob McConnell. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news here in the Exxon. Don't go away.